Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. But right now on the line, from what I can only assume is the capital, I'm joined by Donnie from Spook of the Horses. Atamaria, Donnie. Good morning. How are we today? I'm pretty good, thanks, man. Marvellous, marvellous. Right. Spook the Horses album, Empty Body, is out today. Happy release day. Thank you very much, man. Yep. Um, and what a difference three years makes. Uh, before the storm, there is the calm. And 2017's uh, People Used to Live Here certainly was the calm. And Empty Body is a Category 5 hurricane, Donnie. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, <laughs> we were unsure about how it would be received doing such a hard left turn back into kind of heavy territory. Um, after our last album, but it's been pretty well received mm-hmm. um, by a lot of the same people as well. So it shows we, we can kind of serve some very different dishes up to uh, people and <laughs> they'll all be enjoyed, which is good. But that's what you do, right? I mean, the band's kind of like a two-headed band. You know, you exist in, in two different musical planes, heavy and quiet, aggression and calmness. Um, but I guess the the common theme throughout uh, your four records has been your tight musicianship. That's something you really pride yourselves on, right? It is, yeah. I mean, you know, we, a lot of bands put a lot of work into their into their musicianship and their and their craft and stuff. But we've spent eleven years doing this now, and yeah, like you said, there's kind of two heads to the band, but it's more of a spectrum on which we kind of shift constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were touring the last album, we had to, you know, it was only an album's worth of material, and we had to kind of fit it into the existing rotor of our songs and kind of fight a way to mesh them all live so the, the songs ended up sounding a little different on stage as they do but um, as a result all the other songs kind of uh, melded and meshed into that, that kind of spectrum in a bit of a different way as well. Yeah, and now you're going to add this record into that, um, that repertoire. Um, oh, now we're adding this record into that repertoire, <laughs> yeah which has uh, shifted the spectrum heavily in, 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 into the um, heavier realm, yeah. Yeah, without doubt. And one of the things that stood out for me too, compared to like your previous efforts, is this one has got a lot of speed to it. You know, it's a it's a thrash metal, uh, it's, a, it's a thrash record for the most part. Yeah, yeah. We, um, well, we didn't do it knowing that, you know, we wanted to approach all the songwriting with kind of a lot of aggression and speed and uh, by necessity, that means that kind of a lot of the songs are going to be a lot shorter. Yeah, um, it's, they're going to be a lot snappier. Um, we, I mean, a, a lot of the songs we started off, we we were listening to early demos back of the, the stuff that we wrote. We wrote some of this material back before uh, we started writing the last album, even back in 2015, 2016. And it's just so slow; <laughs> it's it's um, excruciating to listen back to. So they, it's sped up and up and up until we kind of hit a zenith of like, yes, this feels good now. Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you get that that initial? What sparks you know the sound of a record for for um, split the horses? You know, like because you have covered many bases and gone on many planes. What, what what's the initial spark? And being like a six piece band, you know, mm. are you always on the same page? Not always, but that kind of. Um Discussion and, and argument at times, and and discourse, um, I think adds to it in the end. You know, we, we we knew before we started writing, people used to love their album, more sedate, kind of more um, withdrawn album. We knew that 
before we even started writing that, we wanted to afterwards go and do a much heavier album because we had a bunch of stuff that was already kind of um, on the back burner that was the most kind of aggressive, um, kind of lashing out stuff that we'd done so far. But we weren't feeling the momentum of it and we wanted to do something very, very different before we attempted to do that. So we went in the complete opposite direction and, and kind of went out to a... We, we drove over the, over the Rutakas and went out to a kind of old secluded family home of our drummer and um, where it was kind of necessitated that we uh, be a lot quieter and wrote a bunch of uh, music there. And that album became people used to live here. And after that, we... Um, started back on the heavy stuff and we felt yes this this feels right now this mm-hmm. is something that we can um really like continue on in earnest um how do you like i mean when you when you're doing a record like this and you know and anything you've done because you do switch it up so much and, and it's amazing and it just shows you the breadth of talent that you've got in the band but I mean, how you know? Do you do you sit and think about like the fan base at any time and think you know, fuck, this is so much different than the last record. How are people going to react? Mm. And in the same yeah, tune, I'll... like because your last record was the first record out on your uh, European label. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 those you know the structure position in those two in these two records. Um, yeah. So did you you know did you talk to the label as well and say this is going to be so bloody different? I mean, we did. We did talk to the label um, throughout the process, but honestly, we don't. We honestly, we didn't think about the fans or anything. You know, we um, just kind of knew that this is what we had to do as a band, yeah. as, a, as a group of musicians, as a group of artists, and as a group of people all looking for a uh, creative and cathartic outlet um, through music and through creativeness. Um, creativeness. I don't think that's a word. It works. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, we, we I mean we we signed a a, a, a a record deal with Pelagic Records based on sort of the strength of people used to live here, which was a complete left turn again from our previous two albums, which we'd optioned um, the the second of which Rainmaker we'd optioned to them, which they really enjoyed, but said not quite come back on your next record, and we did, yeah. and it was really different, and we were like we don't know if they're going to like this shit or not, and it turns out they really really did, so. We were really fortunate, and when it came time to, to start kind of tracking and and um, putting out Empty Body, we sent them a bunch of demos, and they absolutely loved it. So we're like, oh, quite early on in the process, that that was um, that anxiety was relieved for us. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, these guys that we've gotten to know quite well by then um, are, are still into our stuff. I like and, how. And in terms of the audience, we were like, well. Either they're going to dig it or they're not, and yep. if they don't, then they've still got that. They've still got that other album there to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like it how in the press release it says, you know, your this album was almost spitefully different, um, just mm. so you can refuse uh, any suggestion that you might be maturing or you mellowing out. <laughs> I yeah, thought... that's true. I mean, you get that all the time. You know, we, we get kind of people getting older, bands getting older, and kind of mellowing out in their music and stuff. And I saw some suggestion and kind of write-ups and stuff that was starting to what that's what was starting to happen to us and we were like no 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 that's not happening <laughs> we'll show you yeah. <laughs> um Brett so I mean is there a is there a theme across the record or is it you know is there anything you're saying w- within the songs there is definitely um for the most part we try and let the kind of music and the visuals and 
what you can discern of the lyrics speak for themselves a lot of the time um, throughout kind of the, the album art and the song titles and the, the sheer aggressive nature of the music um, and a lot of repetition of themes, musical themes throughout it, you know. I'm sure people will be able to kind of uh, glimpse into some of the, those themes. Um, but it was kind of to do with a lot of um, more, amorph- more amorphous kind of um, self-reflective uh, themes of negativity um, and kind of um, themes of inspecting kind of like self-destructive behaviors in ourselves and what we inherent inherit from our parents both genetically and intergenerational intergenerationally and stuff like that mm-hmm. a lot of those kind of themes went into the music um, I think a lot of the emotion of that went into the music at quite an early stage and then what the process of kind of writing lyrics and figuring out art style and colour theme and stuff like that is almost a process of reverse engineering. Okay, well, what were we feeling when we wrote this? And what what were the kind of ideas and emotions that went into it? And it's a little, often a lot harder to articulate that stuff to yourself than it is to even write the music itself. Yeah. Well, I think, like, from what you've just said, the album art really invokes that. That's good. Yeah, it really does. It's yeah. some kind of crazy. All of our, all of our art is um, done by Max Telfer, who's a um, visual designer and artist here in Wellington. And he's just done an incredible job on it. We got the, the records delivered to us. Um, we got a fairly small amount of records in New Zealand, but we got them last week, and they look just absolutely spectacular. Marvelous. The coolest thing I've ever been a part of producing, honestly, <laughs> just that, that physical record. Uh, and where can we get the record? Where can we buy the vinyl? Um, so in New Zealand, we've got um, a limited amount of records up on our band camp for sale at the moment. Yeah. Um, if people don't feel like ordering the, um, the fancy limited one from the record label, um, and we will have, hopefully, some records with us uh, when we come down to the meeting uh, next month, or in October, rather. Yes, it's October the 24th at Dive, formerly known as The Cook, um, down here in Otipoti, playing with um, Death and the Maiden, and you're bringing down a band from Wellington as well, I believe? Uh, from Christchurch. From Christchurch, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fantastic. Well, we can't wait for um, for that, and we're going to talk again uh, before that show, so that's going to be good. Um, but the record is out now, out today. It's great. Out today. It's great. You can sit back and relax. <laughs> or, or maybe it's a more nervous time, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just uh, one more day on the calendar, but, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. Very to have gone well, well, at least you've got a one good thing for 2020, though, right? One good thing for 2020, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, Donnie, thanks so much for speaking to us this morning. Thanks very much, man. What's, good to talk to you. What record, uh, sorry, which song would you like me to play off the record? Um, try opening up on this track one self destroyer self destroyer good well that was the one i would have picked so i'm glad you said it too uh all right this is self destroyer off empty body the new album from spook the horses which is available now go listen to it and purchase it if you can on Bandcamp. always Bandcamp first before anything else that's what we say here donnie once again thank you so much take care and we'll talk again in october thank you thank you very much man cheers mate
That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.